feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. I think our performances have been really good at Easter Road and maybe we haven't got the results we've deserved. Nine league titles in a row and four consecutive trebles, which no other club's ever done. Because we're having a, a difficult season, there's this sort of um, hysteria that changes the board, changes the club from top to bottom. The way the club's been run over the past 20 years has been absolutely fantastic. The Goal Radio Football Show. With Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Leanne Chryson. With OPC Energy Limited, the renewed energy specialists call 0808 17 17 700 Good evening, welcome to the programme and a full card on tonight as you know Rangers going for 26 league games unbeaten what a record that would be Celtic going for their first win of the year they're at home to Hamilton Rangers are at Easter Road the big matches tonight but they're all big ones Livingston against Kilmarnock Levy of course delighted to be the League Cup final Dundee United against St Mirren Ross County against Motherwell and St Johnson who were in great form in the League Cup against Aberdeen Barry Ferguson how much are you looking forward to tonight's matches? Yeah, looking forward to it. Obviously, it's a, a, a test for Rangers. Um, Going away Easter Road. I, I thought Rangers were, were really good on Saturday. I watched the full game. Um, obviously, Hibs were playing in the semi-final. They weren't as good. So, I think um, Jack Ross will be wanting a, a reaction from his players. So, Rangers will, will be in for a tough night tonight. Leanne Crichton with us again tonight. Leanne, great that you're here. And what about Celtic then? I mean, when you have to go back a long way before they had five games where they didn't win at all. It's a huge match at home to Hamilton. Yeah, I think it's it's a huge night for them. You know, without a win in 2021, you would never have thought that um, towards the end of, you know, last year. But it is what it is and it's an opportunity tonight at Celtic Park to go and, you know, put a few wrongs right you know, show the fans what they're made of and, and get that first win. So much controversy, loads of callers last night and in the socials as well. And you can call this evening, 0808 17 17 700. You're getting to know the number. Glasgow and Scotland's newest radio station, Go Radio. The football show with OPC Energy Limited and it's the former Rangers and Scotland captain, Barry Ferguson, and the current Glasgow City star, Leanne Crichton, who is with us. Sadly, neither playing at the moment because uh, the lower leagues are off and Barry's uh, Kelty Hearts not playing. And we don't know when they're going to be back in, but we hope it will be before long. Take care, stay well. And it's the football that's keeping us going, Leanne, isn't it? And you were certainly busy at the weekend and uh, we saw you on, on Friday night as well. You've been uh, up and down the divisions. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that a lot, Paul, to be honest, and, and I'm, I'm super thankful for work just now and, and being involved in the media because it's certainly an outlet and a release for um, myself you know I'm, I'm used to training all the time four or five times a week having the games on the weekend to look forward to and I haven't had that so missing the team and missing being around the players but thankfully um, when you're a female player you've more often than not got a dual career and it's the one thing that's that's keeping me going and giving me that purpose but it's been great yeah busy weekend uh, covering a lot of games the championship over the highlights on Saturday um, some really good games you know and 
certainly look back on it. And up for it again tonight. Big news yesterday around about this time, Barry and Leanne, was that Jeremy Frimpong, he's not here, he's on the continent and as we revealed, it's Bayer Leverkusen who wants him, although Fiorentina also uh, looking to get him. It could be £11.5 million for Frimpong. Are you surprised, Barry, that he's going just now? Yeah, it was a surprise, I've got to be honest with you. Um, but nothing surprises you in football. You, listen, money talks. Um, and I, I've got to be honest with you, they got him for £300,000 a, a couple of years ago. And if that is a sum of money that Leverkusen or Fiorentina are willing to pay, I think it's a, a great piece of business for Celtic. It's an well, unbelievable piece of I know, business. He, he's, he's definitely got potential, but he's not the fi- finished article. I, I still think he's got a, a lot to learn. So what are they seeing that we have? I mean, we've seen glimpses of him. Of course he's got loads of talent, but a £12 million player? They're signing potential. That, that, that's what it is. That's why I think Celtic took the... It wasn't a gamble, but it was a good prize for him at 300000 from Man City. And look, he, he has had some fantastic games for Celtic and as I said, he's still to fulfil that pot- potential in my eyes. Um, but to, to get £11.5 million, pound, I think, as I said, I think Celtic will be will be happy with that. It's almost, I think, 36 times the amount that they paid for him. Wow. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, he's 20 years old. I actually was really impressed by him See, when he first came in at Celtic. I think he's played 50 games for them. He's so lively and he's super talented. I think what he needs is an environment that he feels empowered and where he can be coached and developed as a player. And you know what, see with full-backs now and wing-backs, defensively you can ask questions about him, but he's young and he can always get better. But more often than not, teams that play open and expansive football are quite happy to go and sacrifice conceding a couple of goals every game, knowing fine well that they'll score two or three goals a game. So it'll be interesting to see his career develop. What an opportunity for him, certainly to go from Celtic to the Bundesliga. Um it's you know some turnaround for him you know being out the door almost at Man City and at mm. Celtic and before you know it you're your Bundesliga you're there maybe 11 and a half million yeah. pound it's phenomenal as I said I, I was a bit shocked when I heard Neil Lennon say that uh, he came to him I, I think it's been ongoing for six or eight weeks now and he wanted to move and listen you don't want to keep players that, that want to move on mm-hmm. and to get that, that sum of money, as Lan just mentioned there, 36 times, that's good counting for Leanne. Certainly um, is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, for me, it's a, a great piece of business. Look, I, yeah. I'm sure a lot of Celtic fans will be disappointed, in, but you, you don't want to keep an unhappy player and you don't want to keep a player that doesn't want to be at your club. So I think Celtic are doing the right thing in cashing in on him. And I don't think he's doing the wrong thing moving on either, if that's what he wants to do, because mm-hmm. for me, at Celtic, it will be the start of something new next season he's a young kid you might never get that opportunity again you know so he's seen the opportunity it's there to take good luck to him Rangers news any word overnight Scott Wright is coming the question will be when you think it'll be sooner rather than later yeah. Barry yeah I, I, I think that deal will get done before the, the window closes um, you've you seen um, I think it was in the press yesterday that some Aberdeen fans are not too happy with I'm signing a pre-contract Especially Rangers probably, isn't it? Yeah, Just with the, you, you know, know what, what's went on over the years with yeah. both of the clubs. Yep. Um, so I, I'm sure behind the scenes, both Rangers and Aberdeen are, are trying to come to some conclusion to, to try and get that deal done. I, I think it'll be better for the, the young lad if he, he does get to Rangers early, as I mentioned um, the other night, Paul. I think it'll be good for him to get his feet in the door and get used to the surroundings and the, the demands that you need to become a Rangers player. And the Bournemouth pair could be on their way too, but we're still waiting to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think that would be a good bit of business if you can get people in the door just now with that view, whether it's the now or come the end of the season. I do think there'll be players at Rangers that will naturally 
not naturally move on, but I think there'll be a bit of interest in, in terms of the numbers that they've produced this year and maybe a couple of players that would be their last big move. Um, but who knows? I think the the Scott Wright one, you know, you might see him coming in, but I also know the situation. I heard uh, an interview with Dave Cormack that he'd put up online last night, just speaking about the financial situation at the club and how he he was looking to be really open and, and transparent about the situation that the club were in. And certainly he'll be holding out, I think, to get a wee bit more money if the deals to be done now and, and the moves to happen. Then I think it would need to be a really good offer. But also the Ross McCrory, yep. I think they're due three hundred thousand for him. So that that's why I'm thinking. Maybe deal. there might be a deal to maybe take a bit of money off that fee mm-hmm. you know, or, mm-hmm. or just say, right, do you know what, it's a straight swap, yep. something like that. So that's why I'm I'm pretty confident. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's clear that the manager would like him in. Mm-hmm. Stephen Gerrard would like him in uh, just now. More on that shortly. Barry and Leanne, we're now going to a player that, Barry, you played against mm-hmm. uh, and he. we heard the sad news yesterday of the passing of Dr Joe Venglos. The Celtic manager, 98-99, to 99, um, voted the Slovakian coach of and figure of the 20th century. And I'm absolutely delighted. Joining us now on Go Radio is Lubomir Moravchik. Lubo, good evening. Good evening. Listen, thanks for joining us and uh, our condolences on the passing of somebody who was a huge influence in your life, Dr. Joe Venglos. Um, it's such sad news. Oh, very sad. Uh, yesterday evening I had um, <clears throat> some call from my friend about uh, 10 o'clock and he told me what's happened and um, many many journalists today called me about um, his, him um, especially relationship what, what we had together uh, I think uh, Mr. Vengos was very important guy for me uh, my my um, beginning career in here in Slovakia when we played the uh, World Cup qualification, and since that, since 1988, I was uh, oh. ten years uh, very often, uh, very often work uh, with him, mm-hmm. uh, and I finished in in um, in uh, Japan, mm-hmm. and through through Slovakian national team plus uh, Celtic uh, season 1989. Uh, <clears throat> I, I think I think. Uh, um, he was very gentle guy, uh, very professional, and uh, very good coach. Mm-hmm. Intelligent. Um, uh, I think he worked hard on on his beginning, and he became one of the best coach in 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 the world. And uh, he worked for FIFA, UEFA, and he had a lot of uh, medals from from UEFA and FIFA, and and um, uh, he spent uh, 50 years. Uh, with the football beginning as a player mm-hmm. 12 years in, in Slovan Bratislava and mm-hmm. after as a coach for another another 35 years and I think uh, he was very successful and very especially very gentle very gentle he's a mm-hmm. really gentleman uh, of football that's our memories of him I was uh, lucky enough to interview him on occasions uh, when the year he was at Celtic um, and we didn't know much about him or you and that was uh, our ignorance in those days Lubomir how did he get you to come to Glasgow tell us how that happened uh, that you then joined Celtic with him when I said that I worked with him with the Czechoslovakian national team and later on the Slovakian national yeah. team I was uh, in trouble 
with the German team. And uh, Mr. Bengos, I think at that time was uh, looking for some some player to to bring to Celtic, some players, uh, offensive players, uh, something like me, type of the player like me. And he rejoined me um, in Bratislava mm-hmm. when we play a qualification game against uh, Portugal. And after the game, we had a, a speech and. He told me then he will be very happy to bring me to Celtic. And I said, if you speak to German team Duisburg, mm-hmm. I will be also very happy to work uh, with you again. And, and everything happened in two weeks. And I started, I think, in, in November, mm-hmm. uh, two weeks uh, before before did that that crucial game against against Rangers. Yeah. And with us here is Barry Ferguson, who went on to be the Rangers and Scotland captain, as you know. And you two probably haven't spoken for years, but we were talking about Dr. Joe and you. You scored two goals. Henrik Larson scored two. Barry was saying, are you sure that was the game? Did I, <laughs> did I play? Barry, nice to speak to Lubo. Yeah, yeah. listen, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know too much about Lubo before he came, but I, I certainly, when I played that game, I, I found out how, how good a player he was. He a fantastic talent, I've got to be honest with you. One of the most difficult Opponents, and I've, I've said it on here, on air, Paul, a, a few times. Um, technically, so gifted, both left and right footed, um, and and what I find it was for Celtic, and he became a, an un, un, a unbelievable player in his time um, at East End of Glasgow. Yeah, uh, thanks, 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 Barry. But I try to kick you a few it, times, it, right enough. <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was hard to play against you. <laughs> 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 but because you you you've been very young and you've been running a lot, you know, it's not easy to beat you. <laughs> was he always mourning? He was always snapping away. But I was looking at Luba. You were thirty three. I remember when you came, and people thought, yeah, well, that, that seemed fairly old. And what were we going to get here? And Barry, you were twenty in that match. What did you learn watching him play? You mentioned there part of it. He could play with both feet. You could pass the ball, strike it. Yeah, as as I said, I mean, we've been lucky enough to have a lot of gifted footballers come to Scotland. There's no doubt I mean one of my heroes was Paul Gascoigne and I, I'll be honest with you I've got to put Lubo up there with, if you ask any former Celtic teammates who I, I speak to um, and uh, a regular uh, occurrence he, he was he was he's got I've got to be honest with you he was a tough tough opponent I tried to kick him a few times right enough and I missed <laughs> but um, no we had some some heated battles on the pitch but you've got to give your respect during a game as you know an old firm game um, the respect goes out the window but after the game you respect who you come up against and certainly Lubo was a, mm-hmm. a fantastic player and that must have been such a joy that day for uh, Dr Joe Vengloss Elian you were what you were looking at today on, on YouTube that's the great thing I see the commentator was Rob McLean mm-hmm. who's on the show with us as well we'll speak to him later what what about the talent in that night because Celtic fans at the moment don't have a, a you know a lot to be cheery about but if you look at that that was one to savour for them Oh, it was incredible. You know, I've watched a lot of football as a, a kid growing up and in both, you know, the Celtic team and the Rangers team, I was 11 years old then, but you were glued to the screen. You know, you, you could not believe the talent that was was on display and, and not that you don't get old firm games like that now, but there, there was certainly an edge to them back then that um, I don't think it exists quite the same now. Lubo, can I just ask, what was your first impressions of an old firm game when you arrived that year? First, uh, it's it's um, really uh, recognized that, that old film game by by uh, all, all world, you know. Uh, even in, even in France, we've been always talking about uh, the game uh, Rangers against Celtic, and 
and we watch the highlights all the time uh, from this this game. And uh, uh, for that, I I, I wasn't surprised uh, about that atmosphere because you know it's uh, really one of the biggest derby in in the world, mm-hmm. and uh, the fans it's uh, very motivated uh, about this game and and especially for me. First game, uh, I took that that game very very seriously, and uh, and Mr. Bangalore's been really uh, talking to me and uh, tried to prepare me uh, mentally uh, for for this game because he he knew that I'm able to to play good football, but but the the, the, the fans fans uh, been um, expecting my my performance, you know. Uh, and and uh, good performance for that. I, I was a little bit under pressure. Yeah. To be honest, mm-hmm. uh, not not easy. Even I was a um, experienced uh, player at that time, but uh, I was a little bit nervous. To be honest, uh, but uh, I was lucky because I, I scored a very quickly goal and yeah. and uh, everything started to happen uh, very good for Celtic and uh, immediately second half I scored second goal and after that. Uh, uh, we've been on the good uh, good wave, you know. Yeah, ended up five one. Barry is yeah, he said he didn't play, but of course Rangers <laughs> went on to win the treble. We will come back to that, Lubo. Before we go, it's so touching to hear the way you speak about Mister Venglos, as you called him. He was so popular with everyone. He brought in Johan Mialbi as well. Johan's going to join us in the next hour, and also Henrik Larsson. He made him, you know, an out, an out striker. He was there already, but he scored even more goals under Doctor Joe, didn't he? Great partnership with Henrik. Yeah, of course. Uh, even that game, I think uh, I, I didn't play uh, midfielder. I, I played up front with, yep. with Henrik because I think Simon Donnelly was a little bit more in, uh, behind us, and and uh, I played uh, always. Mr. Wenglos uh, tried to uh, in the big game try to put uh, a stronger midfield. Uh, you know, put more players on midfielder because. To be stronger, you know, on the ball, mm-hmm. and for that I put me uh, up front with Henrik, and everything happened very good. Uh, but I, 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 I didn't want to play too much uh, striker. Mm-hmm. But that game I, I played uh, really, really striker with Henrik, and I think uh, everything happened well. <clears throat> If we can, we'll speak with you in the future about your old club. I know you've got a great affection for Celtic, but today it's to, for you to think about uh, Dr. Venglos. What's the final thing you would say about him? T- to be the Slovakian coach of the 20th century, I think almost tells you everything. Um, and, and the kindness of the man you talked about as well. You know, Mr. Venglos, after career, he went to, to Australia when he, he learned a very good uh, English. Um, and... Um, after that, he, 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 when he back to Slovakia in seventies, he was really very progressive uh, coach. You know, he brought uh, a lot of uh, discipline in the football, a lot of uh, hard work. Uh, uh, physically, the, the team been prepared uh, very well, and he started with uh, seventy two. He started with uh, winning the European Championship in under twenty three after seventy six uh, yeah. European champion. 80 again uh, third place of the European champion and uh, World Cup. I think that time 70s he won a lot of uh, experience and and uh, a lot of respect by by uh, world world football, you know. And 
and um, he never he never stopped uh, his progress. You know, he always been working hard, and and uh, it was. Uh, what, what what was more important for me, he was uh, very gentle, you know, very kind uh, coach, very nice with mm. the players, but hard. He, he expected hard work uh, behind, you know, and mm. and I think uh, what we can say about him, it was a really big gentleman of football. Lubomir Moravcik, thank you very much for joining us tonight in Go Radio. We wish you all the best and hopefully we'll speak to you in the coming weeks, Lubo. Thank you. Okay, thank you for your call and all the best. And I, I'm very happy that Rangers is back because uh, now football in Scotland starts to be very interesting. Be very interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah good to speak to you, Lubo. Cheers, Lubo. Okay. Thanks very bye bye. much. Thanks, Lubo. Thank you. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's go. Go Radio Football Show on a night where we've got a full card. St. Johnson Aberdeen will go there shortly. Ross County Motherwell, Dundee United St. Mirren, Livingston against Kilmarnock, Celtic against Hamilton at quarter to eight and Hebs against Rangers. The first three are on at six actually or thereabouts. So the games at St. Johnson, Ross County and Dundee United early kickoffs, and later Leanne you'll be enjoying, you'll be watching while it's live on Sky is Hebs Rangers and keeping in touch with Celtic against Hamilton and Livy against Kilmarnock. Lubomir Moravchik joined us a few moments ago and if you are maybe what under 30 and don't remember him Barry we're just talking there but how good was he and what did you and the Rangers players think of him an unbelievable talent as I said earlier on I didn't know too much about him if I'm, I'm being honest I know he'd played in France and had a spell in Germany as well um, and then I think he came to Celtic when he was 32 or 33 mm-hmm. um, but when you come up against him um, you just seen how good a player he was I remember one game he took a corner with his, his left foot we defended it and knocked it out the opposite side. He went over and he took it the, the other one with his left foot. That's just, just technical ability. Wow. Yeah, and I'm yep. looking, I'm thinking, what's this guy all about? But <laughs> he was an, an unbelievable player. And and I'll say it again, he's one of the most difficult opponents I come up against. As I said, he won he won some games for Celtic. I know a lot of people going about Henrik Larson, But he was a great foil for Henrik Larson, And he was, I'm sure... The Celtic fans that were listening to that, I have fond memories of, of Lubi, Lubi uh, Maravchik, fantastic player as I said. And you yeah. remember him, you said you were 11, uh, Leanne, but you remember how good he was. Oh, he was a game changer, mm. you know, and he was probably different to, to even any player that was, was playing in Scotland at that time. Just a, a different style, as Barry was saying, going over and, and you know, hitting corners, free kicks with his right foot, mm. switching up with his left foot. I think he was a common influence as well though in that Celtic team. You know, he wasn't a player that was maybe Barry would say differently, um, going about and shouting too much or, you know, the the way that old firms back then seemed to have that so much aggression in them. But he just seemed to get the ball down and, and play and certainly having a player like Larson, you know, either alongside him or in front of him, they they, they complemented each other's games massively. Um, an incredible player to have in Scotland. Yeah. Have a look on YouTube if you can. That was uh, right, November. Don't, yeah. don't, don't look at the 98 game. <laughs> <laughs> Celtic fans will deserve, surely. It's three or four minutes. It's quite, I, I played it for Barry because he was like, you were at the beginning saying, what was I in that game? And we were thinking, was it your brother? I knew Derek? I, no, I knew it wasn't. Played he kind of knew. I just I didn't want you to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what a player. Um, so it was yeah, great it, to hear it was, him. Yeah. Leanne just mentioned that you, you, see when you were playing against him you didn't know what side he was going to go because mm-hmm. yeah. he was two-footed mm-hmm. basically and, and do you know what That a lot of players um, are basically one-footed either right or left but 
he could go left, could go right side, um, he could um, make a, a vital pass, he could score goals. He had everything. Now, it was just interesting to see if it was his best time in his career. Yeah. Um, I know he played in French football, which is a strong league. He obviously went, I think it was Duisburg, he went it in, was. in Germany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, He's going to come back on, Barry, in a few. We'll get him on in a couple of weeks, uh, but we're running out of time there. But just, um, well, you can't run out of time, but uh, he, he is amazing. You could hear he, he was sad, but uh, it was a great tribute. Yeah, we wanted to give Dr. Joe, or Mr. Vengloss, as he called him. You think of the Rangers team as well, Van Bronckhorst, yourself, uh, Arthur Newman, Anthony Emmy, the goalkeeper, Celtic had Lambert, you know, Mialbe, who we're going to speak to in the next hour. And our match comment commentator is joining us from that if you look at it in YouTube <laughs> is uh, a very young Rob McLean Rob great to have you back on welcome back thank you Paul it's good to be back it's great to hear you um, I know you've been I good. missed you Rob yeah oh darling thank you <laughs> Rob phrases you and I don't get very often but there you are Barry Ferguson's missed you Rob I know, hey yeah. I, I love it when Barry gets emotional <laughs> Rob no, there's no that- there's no way and you're old enough to have commentated in that game. No way. No, 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 no. There's no. I'm, I'm, I'm getting well, so don't knock me back again. No, that's <laughs> a compliment. There's no way you're oh, old right, enough okay. to have commentated oh, in that oh, game in '98. Okay. <laughs> oh, I've got you. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, I was in school uniform at the time. <laughs> Student of the game, were you? <laughs> Rob, breaking news: Jeremy Frimpong has joined Bayer Leverkusen. So as we uh, broke the news well, yesterday that uh, he, he was going to the continent, and it is Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah. So a uh, bit of business there. You're fine. Final thought on that that commentary because nobody saw that coming. Joe Vengos had a no. really tough start, didn't he? Celtic had won; they'd stopped the ten in a row the year before. Vim Janssen left. There was this new manager; none of us really knew who he was. Um, but then suddenly, in that November day, uh, that game came alive from a Celtic point of view. It was it was a sensational game; it really was. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, Lubo was Lubo was just absolutely magical. I mean. You know, I, I really, you know, I loved watching, you know, the great players like Larson and uh, De Boer and mm-hmm. Ferguson yeah. <laughs> and all the rest. But Moravchik, I mean, you know, everyone had written them off. You know, why are Celtic signing this 30-odd old guy from Duisburg? Yeah. And he was absolutely sensational. And I always remember later on, I went to interview him in the days when the BBC was spending money. They sent me to, to Corsica, <laughs> to, to, to his home in Corsica to interview him. Wow. And... Uh, he met he met myself and the camera crew at the airport and drove us you know took us to his home gave us gave us food and blood mm-hmm. all all the rest of it you know he was you know he he's just so he's so grounded mm-hmm. for a guy who was so blessed as a footballer. And uh, the final point on that, what about uh, Doctor Joe Vengloss? Because you and I would be interviewing him in those days, and he was yeah. indeed a gentleman. He was absolutely wasn't he? And, he? and he had an aura about him. You know, he'd held some really big jobs, international jobs in his time um, and it was just one special memorable season Uh, lovely lovely man um, and and sadly missed Mm. and he was the first manager born abroad to come into the top flight in England Rob as you know Aston Villa he was there for a year that was the first time and now there's so much about you know the the elite managers normally are from abroad but Joe Venglos was the the first to come here Rob great to have you back on and you've got a kick off in what less than 10-15 minutes or so St Johnson Aberdeen and this is a tasty one tonight yeah, it sure is, Paul. I mean, I, yeah, I heard you talking earlier on the show about Livingston and, and uh, St. Johnson, of course, who will contest the, the League Cup final at the end of next month. Uh, fantastic opportunity for both. But with St. Johnson, you, you don't really quite know what you're going to get at the moment. They went on this, they, they started the season badly, then they went on an amazing run, then they had a run where they couldn't win, 
Um, it's all really, really patchy, but when they put it together, like they did at the weekend, well, they, they showed what they can do. They've got that to look forward to. Aberdeen will be hoping they've been celebrating since the weekend. Um, the Dons have got McCrory, Ross McCrory back alongside Lewis Ferguson tonight. Just one change for them, a couple of changes for St. Johnson. I thought Callum might freshen it more than he has done, but it's just a couple of changes, including Michael O'Halloran uh, back in the team for them. Um, yeah, it's an intriguing one tonight. I mean, St. Johnson, when you look at it, I mean, they're in the League Cup final, but they're four points off the bottom. And as for Aberdeen, well, Hibs play later, so it's a great opportunity for them to, you know, maybe just extend that gap in third place. And of course, Aberdeen would have to be looking at Celtic's Travise at the moment and think, I wonder if we could get that little bit closer to Celtic. If Celtic continue to stutter, could Aberdeen be a contender to finish second? Rob, just in terms of Scott Wright, what was what, the chat um, round about Aberdeen regarding them signing the pre-contract? Is there any thoughts <laughs> to him? Barry, Barry, you can imagine what the fans are saying about yeah, it. I seen, uh, I seen a, a bit um, yesterday in the media. Um, what, yeah. What's your thoughts? Do you think he'll go before the window shuts or um, will he leave I'm it to the sure. summer? I think, I, think, I think he might be with Aberdeen for the rest of the season because I think if it was going to happen immediately, it would have done so already because lots of ideas were being floated about how they could make it happen right now. And the fact that it hasn't makes me think that he'll, he'll be with uh, Aberdeen for the rest of the season. And I mean, he's arguably their most dynamite player. You know, he's arguably their most live wire. He and Hedges in behind Crossgrove are, are a pretty good combination for them. And I think Aberdeen probably want to get their money's worth out of him now. And I think every indication from the weekend win against Motherwell is that he's up for it. You know, he's going to continue to deliver because he'll want to impress his new employers, won't he, for the rest of the season, show them what he can do and see if he can break into that Rangers team, yeah, which he, is going to take a fair bit of doing next season. He's starting tonight, so that just shows you that his attitude's obviously been very good in training, so Derek yeah, trusts him. Yeah, yeah. He's a player I, I like watching, Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, just, he's got something about him. I think, I think he's flattered to deceive so far in terms of, you know, producing... Uh, because of what the, the talent he has, and uh, you know, obviously uh, Stephen Gerrard has seen enough. That's a tribute, and uh, but, he's a, but he's a big player in this Aberdeen team, and, and they've got to be having big ambitions. I think uh, Derek McInnes and his side between now and the end of the season. Rob, in terms of St Johnston, you touched on their their run of form. I think they've only got one win in their last eleven Premiership matches. What do you put? Can you even think what what that lack of consistency is within the St Johnston team? Is it just down to the fact that it's almost you know there's changes within it that Callum uh, Davidson's made yeah. this season? Maybe it is. Maybe he's only beginning to find out, Leon, uh, what his best team is, mm-hmm. um, and he's and he's really been chopping and changing to try and get things right. I mean, Stevie May, of course, didn't start at the weekend, and he, he's been a, a fairly regular part of the team mm-hmm. uh, in recent times. Chris Kane is looking like he might be coming round to a bit of form for them. But, but yeah, may, maybe we're going to get a bit more... The, the fact that he's only made two changes tonight is maybe an indication that he's going to play a more settled side. He's got that back three, which he's sticking with. So, so may, maybe that's the plan from here on in. Because on their day, they showed that what they can do against Hibs with that emphatic win at the weekend. But uh, but too often they haven't delivered. So you know, like most, like lots of teams, uh, Leanne, they're looking for consistency. Yep. So Rob, what do you, what's your verdict for tonight? I think Aberdeen will win. They've won two out of two so far this season against St Johnston. They won with a scrappy goal here back in August. And um, I, I think I think one nil Aberdeen would be my idea of how this one goes.
Leanne? I don't know, I'm torn I, mm-hmm. I struggle to see consistency in St Johnston That's the problem That's um, a great stat you gave us there, one win in 11 Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then Aberdeen are also the same I could actually see, I'm going, I'm going to go for a draw <laughs> Go for the draw, okay. score draw I, Barry. I think Aberdeen, you just look at Aberdeen's team And there's, mm. there's good quality there Obviously Scott Wright, Johnny Hayes Hedges, yep. McCrory my young nephew Lewis yep. yep so uh, and Cosgrove's up front so I, I think Aberdeen will win this game tonight you're going for Aberdeen Roof and Jack could start for Rangers tonight Arfield as we know is out for another few weeks Rob Hibs Rangers what do you reckon I know you're going on the telly in a moment Hibs yep. Rangers uh, I would say Rangers two, I think Hibs will be better they've got mm. to be than they were at the weekend I would say 2-1 Rangers and Celtic Hamilton Celtic Hamilton I think uh, comfortable 3-0 Rob we'll see yeah, we, uh, I should have waited, shouldn't I? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rob, tomorrow night you're on with Richard Foster and Stuart yeah. Kettlewell joining us, making his debut yeah. in the studio. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, he's a real, yeah. He's a real, he's a real student of the game, isn't he? Just before I go, Paul, yeah. I, I'd like to say I've, I, you know, I'd, I've had a spell in hospital recently, and I'd just like to say uh, a big thanks to um, Fourth Valley Hospital, which was where I was. I mean, we all we all sort of champion and and rave about the NHS, but I think when you meet it close up. Uh, you know, you realise the amazing job these people do. So, so if if, if anyone's if anyone's listening that uh, knows anyone at the Fourth Valley Hospital, you know, please pass on my my, you know, uh, very great thanks. Fantastic, Rob, and that's from us as well Good at Go stuff, Radio. Rob. We're absolutely Wait to see your back, Rob. Your precious cargo, Rob. We need you back on. So you you'll be with yeah, us tomorrow I'm, night. I'm I've looking, got. Yeah, looking, forward, looking forward to being back in the studio. And, it, and it's been lovely because you know what he's, he's, he's the finest commentator in Scotland in his price <laughs> range in his price range <laughs> <laughs> I just about to say that no, you've, got, you've, you've no. got to read the small print at the bottom of no you? I think he's the, you are the finest we know that we know. Nice, don't give him yep. too much I've got a one. nice bottle of red waiting on him oh, right. okay, we'll he's been doing well for the last couple of weeks <laughs> Sounds good, it, Dr. Ferguson. Have a great programme. Cheers. We're yeah, back with too. more. All the best. Rob yeah, McLean. Thanks. Cheers. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Headlines tonight as we came on air. Jeremy Frimpong has left Celtic and he is joined by Leverkusen in the Bundesliga and reported to be around just under £12 million. A good piece of business for Celtic. But the Celtic fans will wonder as well, well, I mean, is that officially now? The 10 in a row is not going to happen. Uh, Barry, will you now say Rangers are even nope. more than champions elect? Nope. Nope. But uh, listen, I, I don't think Celtic fans will be disappointed in terms of like, Frimpong's said to Neil Lennon that he wants to go you don't want to keep unhappy players about the place and as I said to get 12 million or just under it I think that's a an unbelievable piece of business from Celtic bearing in mind two years ago they got him for 300,000 so you don't want players round about the club that don't want to be there if they want to go elsewhere which I've got no problem with people look the Bundesliga for me is one of the strongest leagues about and really enjoy watching German football and Bayer Leverkusen um, I was lucky enough to play against them a, a few times. It's a fantastic club, massive club. So you can see where Fringpong's coming from as well. Um, and you can see Celtic's intent to go and let them go and, and, and get the £12 million in. If anything, does it maybe show up what foreign players think of the Scottish League? You think of the situation that Celtic have been in mm-hmm. this season and how tough it's got. And it's almost like, well... I've got an opportunity to leave on my way. It's bigger and, be- bigger and better things, you know. Well, and, and he's a young guy. I don't blame Jeremy mm-hmm. Frimpong for, for moving um, and taking his opportunity. But I think it, it, 
Scottish football's always found itself in that play. And it's the model now, you know? isn't it? Uh-huh. Buy them, you know, yeah. to, to identify talent. It shows you how important that is to get players that you can then sell on. And, and you couldn't knock that money back, no. you know, yeah. in no the way. position that Celtic, yeah. and I don't mean financially they're, they're in a difficult place, but to go and make that amount of money for a player that's only played 50 games for the club yeah. is phenomenal. Well, right. they wanted to sit him down and, and start negotiating mm-hmm. a new contract and he wasn't willing to do that. But perhaps now, if you let the contract run down, his uh, transfer fee becomes less and less. So I, I think it's a good bit of business from Celtic. They've made a decision. I mean, Neil Lennon had mentioned, they spoke to him six, eight weeks ago. They've let it run and somebody's come in with an offer that they think is acceptable. Mm. And I think it's a, a good piece of business. He joins the players like you know Van Van Dyke, um, Virgil van Dyke, uh, Wanyama, Tierney just uh, a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. two years ago. That is the model. And it's a model that Rangers would want now as well. But you know, they have said come the summertime they'll have to try and cash in on you know, like no Ryan doubt, Kent or there's no doubt you, you heard that the last Rangers AGM yep. that that there is going to come a point probably in the mm. summer that Rangers may need to sell and if the right offer comes in they need to seriously consider that and and that's that's the way it is in Scottish football we don't get a lot of money through the TV rights or whatever so that is a model that every um, Scottish club takes and they signed Rangers of course in the last few days an extension with uh, Nathan Patterson and he spoke about the, the man that he came on to replace the other day and the man he would love to emulate of course the captain James Tavernier uh, I think he's just, he's just a great role model like day in and day out he's He's always willing to help me um, on and off the pitch, and even even when we don't we don't speak, like just watching him in training, it's always a good a good bonus, and it's it's really benefited me. I've helped me out each day, even when I'm having a might not be having my best training session. He's always there, talk me through it, help me on things that I can improve on, and I think it's really benefited me. And a great role, role model to any young player. So George is on the line from Rutherglen, a Rangers fan. George, good evening. Hi guys, how you doing? Uh, good, thanks. Barry was just going to say about Nathan Patterson. How yeah, good? I, yeah, I watched the full game on Saturday against Ross County and it was good to see him get minutes and that's the most I've, I've been impressed by him. I thought he looked really good when he came on on Saturday and he's certainly got a lot of potential and it's good to see that Rangers have, have got him signed up my new long-term contract because I, I think in time he could become a regular Rangers player. George, you want to talk about Rangers tonight at Easter Road. Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say I'm new to the show and uh, I'm really enjoying it. Really enjoying it. Um, oh. So um started listening about a week, a week ago on the podcast and then obviously starting to listen to live. So it's a really good show. George, so thanks very much. Thank you. Give us a, a wee call. Um, just before I make my main point, I just don't know if you've uh, got the clip of what Graham Soonis said yesterday. Yeah. I thought it was very, very good that... Uh, an ex-Rangers man and an ex-Rangers um, player and manager actually st- basically stuck up for Scottish football for one. And uh, one of my, my gripes is, is when people say that are they going to leave for bigger and better things? And I'm always saying that there's not much bigger than the old firm. There's obviously bigger leagues, yep. um, more money. But in regards to, to, to teams' prestige and size of clubs and fan base, there is no bigger, I don't think, in the British Isles. Uh, and um, I, I'm good to hear... Uh, players actually telling the English podcasters what it's all about and describing Rangers as a monster club. And so are Celtic, by the way, not to be biased, you know. Um, so it was good to hear that. Um, my mate, on your yeah, no, sorry, we'll, we'll, just, we'll, we'll, we'll speak to yeah. Leanne and Barry on that, because I saw that the headline this morning. Uh, there he was in the back page, Rangers are a monster. The size of it. They are. They, yeah. he's, he's 100% correct. Mm. Um, Graham Soonis, what he said... 
an unbelievable club to play you'll not get much bigger you'll not get any bigger in fact than Rangers um, the demands and the expectations that are put, put on you um, to play for that club are immense but what a club it is I was lucky enough to live the dream and, and do it and, and play and win trophies at that club and I totally agree with Graham Soon has said and Leanne I know what you were saying though in the Frimpong case it's not against Celtic you know or against Rangers it's just that the, 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 the market we're in is smaller and the only way is if Rangers and Celtic get out of it into a bigger league when there's reorganisation but I think initially before players arrive in Scotland Paul there's a perception there that it, it, Scottish football's not that great mm-hmm. I think once they get here they see a different side of it but what you get now I think is players have got a bigger financial association with success than they have perhaps playing in front of 50 or 60,000 a week in my opinion I think it's a short career players now want to make as much money as they possibly can which is you cannot object to that. We all do that in our careers, whatever line of work we're in. Um, and I think that's a sad bit because you do lose really good players and that is the model that we're operating with. But if anybody thinks that Scottish football's, you know, top two clubs in terms of Rangers and Celtic are, are no big clubs, they are probably uh, some of the uh, biggest... Leanne, I've seen it with Mona eyes as well. People come in and think it's, it's going mm-hmm. to be easy. Mm-hmm. I've seen players... I've been in the dressing rooms with them where they've come in at half-time and they've been like, ah, wow... Mm-hmm. How quick is the game up here? And I, I, I was the same when I went down to England. They look upon us as it's a, it's a nothing league. Mm. Um, yep. But when you go down there, the first thing that when I went down twice, when I walked into that dressing room, every single player was desperate to come up to an old firm game and watch it. Yeah. And when they actually come up here and they see the surroundings, they see the stadium, mm. they see the atmosphere. It's it's an unbelievable. But take all of that away as well. The quality of football in Scot- well, yep, Scotland's. Sure. No bad. Well, the amount of games I've watched yep. recently on TV, and I've heard you guys speak about it when yeah. I've listened to the podcast, they're not that great. I would rather you know watch games Scottish football, our Premier League, than rather watching the English Premier League. Mm-hmm. Apart from Man City, I watched Man City last night. They're an absolute joy to watch. But give me Scottish football, George, any time of the day. Do you agree with that? Oh, the English Premiership, I can't stand it. It's totally dross. You know, it's um, uh, in regards to some of the games you watch, are just obviously you've got the big teams that can command the, the elite players, and you've got to respect that, you know. And I, thought that's what, I thought that's what you were saying when you said dross. I wasn't sure if you were disagreeing with Barry Ferguson yeah. or. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is obviously, you know, we get a bit of a slag in here in regards to there's only two teams that can win in the league in Scotland, but we play in a, a, a 12 league tier. Um, they play in, I think it's 20 or 20 two teams there's only two or three teams that can win that league so in proportion it's it's just exactly the same to be honest with you my main point tonight uh, if you don't mind was in regards to the team selection Paul yeah. um, I've just been made aware of, I've listened to obviously podcasts and football phone ins that the park's not in a very good um, nick um, and I don't think I think Rangers will make changes tonight and I'm wondering what Barry would think I think they may play Itton or Jack and drop um, Hadji and the reasoning for that is because I don't think it's a, a pitch for actual skillful football players um, and I think Itton might go in there and replace Hadji or, or Jack but Jack obviously just coming back may come on a bit later um, but one of those two I believe will will replace Hadji and I, I'm just wondering what, what, what Barry's thinking in his own that and obviously is it Leanne? Yes yeah, George right? yes yeah, and Leanne also you may have mentioned it earlier on but um, the parts are terrible at the moment and I don't know if it's the fact that most people are maybe furlonged and they can't get in and keep them up to normal standards mm. uh, you know but um, I think the big man might go in tonight 
I think it's a great point that, that George makes and I, I was thinking about it as well yeah, I'd seen the pictures of Easter Road the pitch doesn't look great and that, that's one thing about the manager this year he has made changes he'd he done it at Rugby Park George if you remember Itton came in yep. and played yep. on the right side I, I think I could see that happening or maybe he might, yep. or he might bring Jack in and put a rebo on the right side so I, I do think he will make one or two changes tonight um, obviously with the, the state of the pitch and maybe even just to freshen it up as well because as I said normally you go Easter Road and you've got a decent surface to go and play but listen that's a thing that's a good thing for me as well with Rangers this year they, they can mix the play up as well I know they're great to watch in the eye but they showed me um, the first couple of months of the season they go down to that Astro turf at, at Kelly mm-hmm. uh, and he goes and he, he played on the mm-hmm. Diags to it so I could see him doing that the night George and but it's, it, the most important thing Bar- is he said. Bar- do, do, do you know? Do you know what I absolutely love Barry? And I'm, I'm, I play football at a decent standard myself, right? And I, I love scoring goals, right? But I love the fact that Rangers aren't conceding goals. I, I, mm-hmm. Every week, I think, right, go and win and don't concede because I think it's a it's a great thing to hold on. If you start conceding goals on a regular basis, I think you can become more, more complacent. But if you keep those clean sheets going all the time. It's something to hold on to. You've got Martin O'Neill's record of twenty-one clean sheets. I think we're on eighteen at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got the less, you know, the least goals conceded by a British team in the league. Well, seven, seven goals, yeah. isn't that? So you've lost, Leanne. Yeah. That's yeah. a great point, yeah. isn't it? So, yeah. So. In terms of conceding goals, I think that that's your foundation for any successful team. You know, you don't want to concede. But in terms of the team selection, Georgia, I think there will be a couple of changes. The one I thought maybe I don't know where Balligan might come back in, just in terms of that pace with Boyle. Um, I think that was maybe a change that had happened the last time round but I think Itton has worked ever so hard and he must be so frustrated that he's probably not had more starts Um, and the only thing I'm thinking with Ryan Jack is that if you're phasing back from an injury you're normally next you know, box tick would be 60 minutes so whether he starts tonight and he comes off after 60 or you try and get him another yeah. 45 because he played on Saturday we are only midweek so he might hold off until the weekend to get this, this is the beauty this is the beauty with this Rangers squad he can go and make the changes and the quality that he's bringing in is it's very there. good yep mm-hmm. Yep. so I, I can see I think he will make a couple of changes um, but I don't think it will affect him George what's your scoreline tonight? I'm going to go 3 0 myself, Paul. And your scorers? Um, to, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Alfie, Tav, penalty, and maybe Barrett as a wee free kick because I think there'll be a lot of set plays. And just before I go, Paul, just one yeah. thing for you, mate. Uh-huh. Um, um, I used to work with your daughter years ago, ah, Kathleen. Yeah. Some chant, some chanter. <laughs> um, we, worked, we, we worked in a contact uh, centre. Just great, tell her you were speaking to George, George for the other one. Tell us asking for her because I've not seen her for years. Oh, well, George, yeah. We were all proud when she got to X Factor and all the oh, rest. Done George, well, yeah. ah, she's great. Listen, yeah. thanks so much, George. Don't be a stranger to go radio. No, that's that listening every night at five o'clock. Thanks right. very thanks, much, George. George. Cheers, George. Thanks, we're back with more next. Cheers. Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. In terms of Easter Road, it's always a tough challenge and probably one of the 
toughest away fixtures you can get in the schedule. They're a good team, got good players and a good manager, which I mentioned at the weekend. I think our performances have been really good at Easter Road and maybe we haven't got the results we've deserved. We've had a couple of draws there where we've had over double figures in terms of chances to win them games. So we've actually been a little bit frustrated and disappointed in the outcome of them games. Um, the last game we played, the two-all game, you know, we had a couple of individual mistakes and, and conceded two sloppy goals, but I think our performance and the chances we had again on the day, we should have won the game. So there's certainly a lot to learn from in terms of our results that we've had here previously. But I can't fault the performances overall because I think we deserve more of what we've got if you analyse the games and, and looked at them back. Rangers manager Stephen Gerrard needs no introduction. You always know who that voice is as we kick off hour two. And we're less than two hours away from kick-off. Hebs against Rangers. Uh, there's news tonight that Arsenal, Chelsea and Celtic are monitoring Doig of Hebs. The trio are keeping a close eye on the left-back, Josh Doig. Somebody you've mentioned, both of you have, during yeah. the season. He's only 18 years old, so he's one to look out for, Leanne. Yeah, yeah. he's a top, top player. Paul, really impressed with him as soon as he came into that hip side this year. Uh, consistency has maybe been the toughest thing for him to, to get this year, but a lot of that's maybe down to the way Hibs have performed in, in matches as well. But um, listen, if top clubs like that are looking at him at the age that he's at and um, the performance yep. that he's put in, he's obviously doing something right. Yeah, I've always said there's good quality young players up here. I would rather they stay mm-hmm. up here. Um, I, I think he's the type of boy He knows he needs to go and play I, I like to see a young kid go and play 75, 100, 125 mm-hmm. games Get that experience And then he can go and move on um, But certainly every time I've watched the, the young kid play He's, he's uh, He stood out mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you I, I thought he was the, the best player for Hibs At the weekend mm-hmm. I know oh, Hibs were really yeah. poor he was the one that was up and down that left side uh, constantly so I'm not surprised that, that clubs are, are looking at the, the young kid because he certainly impressed me So our caller George was on before the news and he fancies 3-0 Rangers we're going to ask you both shortly and Celtic also kick off 7.45 Celtic against Hamilton and Livy against Kilmarnock so now as the games kick off uh, St Johnson Aberdeen we got your predictions earlier Ross County Motherwell and Dundee United St Mirren uh, Leanne looking at the team news Dundee United you've spotted a change Yep Seagrace doesn't start tonight which is strange uh, for Dundee United Paul I'm not sure and he's on the bench which would indicate that he is fit so whether you know there's, there's something perhaps going on in the background or if it's just been his performances this week in training Mickey Mellon's looked at it with one opportunity to change I know there was a bit of transfer speculation around him at the beginning of the month and was linked uh, possibly with Celtic so you just wonder if, the, if there's maybe something like that rumbling away um, but he's been a huge player for them this season you know a top goalkeeper uh, performance wise I think he's been very very good um, but he's I don't think you know he's, he's not hid the fact that he's ready for that next step so that could just be speculation on my part right enough and St Mirren will give the full team Anik, Tate and Shaughnessy the captain McCarthy Flynn back in and Obika Dermis, McGrath Fraser Erehan and Brophy Eamon yeah, Brophy it looks if he's going two up up top he's, he's, he it. knows he needs to go yeah. and, and get that one um, as I said the game at the weekend I thought they were really disappointing in the first 45 they, they get better in the second half um, but I think overall Livingston deserved to, to win the game so he needs now back to, to league business going to a tough place mm-hmm. up at Tanadice yep. and he's went two up so that tells me that he's going to, to win the game Do you want the full team Dundee United? Why On not? you go yep. Why you Dennis Smith Powers Connolly Reynolds and McNulty Clark Robson Bolton Harks and Shanklin Well Shanklin got on the score sheet tonight 
Well, you were. <laughs> <laughs> if it was a betting woman, I, I probably would say yes. Yeah. But I think that's been Dundee United's problem this season, Paul. That you know, I've looked at them a lot. I've covered a few of their games, and for me, Lauren Shanklin does too much away from the 18-yard mm-hmm. box. He needs to get closer to the box. Um, and I actually laughed with him after one of the games, you know, when I spoke to him, he says, any chance you can stay in the 18 if you're going to get some goals? But he's one of these players that if he's starved of uh, quality, he'll go looking for it. But I think with the, the players, Barry, you might agree, they, they've got a lot of quality in mm-hmm. that Dundee United side. They've got a, a fair bit of pace, um, real ball players. Mm-hmm. But the bit for me is maybe they've just not got enough pace going for midfield forward. I think there, there could be more um, in terms of the support for Shankland. Well, he's an out-and-out goal scorer. There's mm-hmm. no doubt. And I want to see my goal scorers inside the 18-yard mm-hmm. box. And at times when I've watched Dundee United, he's done all his best work outside the box. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. But that, that comes down to, as you mentioned, it could be frustration. He's not getting enough service and he's going and, and trying to get involved in the game. But for me, if I'm the manager, I want Lawrence Shanklin inside that box because if something drops to him, nine times out of ten, he's got to hit the back of the net. He said that here last week on the programme. He needs to get the goals up. He knows that. Is he going to score tonight? What's your scoreline? I think Dundee United will win. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, for the simple fact is... Uh, Lon Shanklin will be inside yeah. the 18-yard box and he'll <laughs> score great. Right. He'll be listening. Mickey Mellon never misses the show, yeah. so you reckon it will be a, a United win. What about you, Leanne? United love a draw. I mm. think this will be a draw as well, Paul. The specialist. Okay. Yeah. Ross County against Motherwell. Ross County are Laidlaw, Hilda and Morris. Draper, Shaw and Vigers. Hilton, Yakaviti, Charles Cook. Naismith and Payton. And uh, Motherwell start with Kelly in goals. O'Donnell, Gallagher, the captain, Mugabe and Carroll, Crawford, Maguire, Campbell, Watt up front, of course, Cole and Long. Those are the starting 11s. I think Ross County, Paul, they need a, a bit of a reaction after the weekend. You know, mm. John Hughes, I think, will be disappointed in the manner in which they conceded a number of the goals. Credit to Rangers in the way they performed, but they were going through the motions at times, you know, and defensively from set plays. I would have loved to have heard what John Hughes had to say about Especially that Especially after, after battering, the game. you know, Aberdeen, they, uh-huh. they did so well. Yep. Um, but maybe that was down to just coming out and playing a bit too much at Ibrooks and, and thinking they were maybe a step ahead of where they actually were. But Motherwell still without a win, is it 12 games? You know, without a Premiership win? It's staggering, really. When you look at the squad, um, they've been perhaps unlucky in the last three games that they've not got that win or, or held on to the three points for different reasons um, but again it's a big test for both sides both sides need a win tonight and I think they'll need to come out with that intent So what do you think? A draw A draw <laughs> as well <laughs> <laughs> On the fence No I'm kidding I actually I, think Motherwell will get a win tonight You do? Yeah, yeah. No right. I believe okay. so yep. Barry uh, Look uh, I'm sure Yogi would have been disappointed the way that they, they performed on Saturday but that you've got to sometimes give the opposition you're playing against that as I said I watched the game and I was really really impressed uh, from Rangers for the get go they were, they were bang on it um, but do you know what I think Polworth he's missing tonight mm-hmm. I think he's a big player for Muddle mm-hmm. I, I think Ross County will get back to winning ways I think it'll be a close one I think it'll be an odd goal in it but I'm going for Ross County of course it was the red card at the weekend so we don't yeah, he's exactly a big like player yeah. he, he's a, mm-hmm. I don't know if Leanne agrees with me he, he always impresses me Polworth mm-hmm. I've seen him a lot when he was at Inverness yep. he was always good footballer technically um, gifted and he was out of the team earlier on at Muddle mm-hmm. now he's got back in I think he's a big player I think Muddle will miss him in mm-hmm. that midfield 
St Johnson Aberdeen. We didn't get the teams from Rob earlier, did we? Or was that? I don't uh, think we did. St Johnson are Clark, Rooney, and Gordon. Kerr, the captain, McCart and Tanzer. Davidson, Bryson, Conway, Kane, and O'Halloran. Up against the Dons, who are Lewis, the captain, of course, Holbin, Considine, Hedges, Taylor, Cosgrove, Hayes, Ferguson, Wright, Kennedy, and McCrory. Strong team. I mean, that Aberdeen team, there's, there's real good isn't quality it? in yeah. it. The names that you mentioned, mm-hmm. they're guys who have played very well on occasions. It's just, I think there's a bit of inconsistency with Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. It's goals. They lack goals. Mm-hmm. This season, Cosgrove's been off the boil. Um, you add up his goals from last season and put that you know, mm-hmm. into the games that they've perhaps drawn this year. That is the difference. Means on the bench. Yeah, but yep. I think regardless of who starts now, there's no... Consistency is the word. There's no consistency mm-hmm. with goals. Mm-hmm. They, they dominate the ball a lot of the time. They look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of hedges at the weekend, I thought he's so lively. You know, we spoke about it on uh, sports scene that night, and he's one of those players that just gets at people. It, it reminds me of Ryan Christie. Shoots on sight, mm-hmm. so direct. But you need other players t- to be contributing a wee bit more. You know, Scott Wright, another player, live wire. They create. There should be more goals in that Aberdeen side. So are they going to get yep. the win bonus, or is it another draw for you, Leanne? No, I think Aberdeen will get the win tonight. Yeah, yep. I Aberdeen. think with, with yep. the strength and mm-hmm. when you've got McCrory back in there alongside alongside Ferguson, I think they they both complement each other really yep, well. Yeah, I like good partnership. Mm-hmm. Both yep. of them young, vibrant players, good on the ball, and I, I think Aberdeen will have too much. But see, going on St. Johnson. Rooney at the weekend I thought he was unbelievable at the weekend wasn't he yep, yep. fantastic uh, performance It'll be th- this will be a close one as well but the names that you just read out in that team sheet for Aberdeen they should have enough quality um, to win the game so Aberdeen on 42 points so they could go within a point of Celtic because obviously they've they've uh, kicked off already it's nil nil at the moment uh, Celtic on 46 Rangers on 69 points after 25 games Celtic on 22 games Aberdeen have p- played 23 uh, Hibs have played 24 there and 40 so uh, Hibs as well the in and out team of this season uh, the other games obviously Celtic Hamilton we're going to hear from Neil Lennon in a moment or two from the media conference we'll hear more from Stephen Gerrard and Livy against Kilmarnock what do you reckon for that one then so Livy you know he was on the programme last night David Martindale the right decision was made uh, so how do you think that's going to go against uh, Alec Dyer's Kilmarnock before I go on the game, I think it was the yeah. right decision. I think Martin Dale deserves his chance, uh, and he's, I mean, he's taking his chance over the last eleven games. I mean, what a run! Um, just I enjoy watching Livingston for the simple fact is the amount of a what rate that team put in, mm-hmm. um, and it, it comes for me. It comes for the manager. You listen to him doing interviews. I love listening to him. He's uh, he's just. He's just a great listen for me and I'm all for people getting second chances so I think Livingston will continue the form and they'll win the night. I'm just going to tell you, Ollie Shaw has scored so he's continued his yeah. uh, goal-scoring run so Ross County are one up and motherwell. So Leanne's yep. growling at me. Raging. Indeed. So you reckon <laughs> Livy to win at Kilmarnock. Leanne, what about you? I think it'll be a tough match um, but Kilmarnock are struggling for consistency. You know, they've only won two games in their last nine. Uh, Livingston, you, you just you actually cannot see them losing a game mm-hmm. right now. Whether they draw, perhaps, um, but you just don't see them losing, and that comes down to just a real desire to work hard for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, as you say, Barry, it comes from the manager, but I think the team have got that consistency and understanding. Mm-hmm. Regardless see, of who starts, they'll yeah. give the exact same. Seeing Sunday in the the semi final, Leanne, when they were under a bit of pressure in the second half from St Murn. 
they didn't look like conceding a goal. Mm-hmm. Defensively, I thought they were unbelievable. They're back to their best yep. in uh, terms of what Livingston have offered in the last couple of years. I spoke about that mm-hmm. earlier in the season. That's what we get used to seeing, was them being that robust side that mm-hmm. just worked hard tirelessly. Their distances, they know their know, back, middle to front, were spot on. And when you've got guys like G. Emmanuel Thomas slotting in, you know, back out to right full back at mm-hmm. times, working yep. hard for the team, that shows you the desire and the boy to Robinson be part of the team. Up front. I, I love yeah. watching him. He, yep. he just I mean I think he's in the interview, isn't he? Yeah, but they, they say you're a pest. He is a pest. Yep. Centre half so hate playing against mm-hmm. him. That's a compliment, isn't it? Yep, and don't forget, listen, I know sometimes they're a bit back to front, but they've got real good footballers. They've got Sybil who's a good footballer, Jason Holt can handle the ball, mm-hmm. Mullen out in the, the right hand side. Mm-hmm. They've got they've got good players, but defensively I just think they look rock solid. There's a belief now in their defence, which mm. which is huge. When you believe that going into matches that you won't concede, or that even if you do, you'll get your noses level. Um, I love that, you know, because mm. they're just a, a probably a bang average team in terms of the players that they've got. Yep. You know, one or two real gems within it, um, but they work hard for each other, yep. and that's massive. I think the way do it tonight, Livy. Yeah, yep. two one. A goal, yeah, 1-0, 2-1 yeah. thereabouts. They at, see, Livingston, they look a, a real tight-knit team as mm-hmm. well. They look if yeah. everybody gets on with each other. And that's, that, believe it or not, seeing football, that is so important. Because you've no superstars in that yep. team. No. Everybody's in, in the same level. You know, mm. any of them, there could be seven changes and you get the same performance. Down south, Burnley nil, Aston Villa 1, Watkins in 14 minutes, Chelsea nil, Wolves nil. Uh, it's... Uh, Tuchel's first game in charge they don't hang about there what's going to happen here in Scotland well uh, Neil Lennon we had him on the programme last night and he was uh, speaking about how things are going he spoke about Frimpong um, and the disappointment about him going at this time I wouldn't say he was unhappy just ambitious maybe or he wanted to try something else progress his career at a, another club we were obviously very disappointed you know we did everything we could to try and entice the player to stay but um, you know he made it clear quite a while ago that, you know, his ambition was to, to leave. One of the successes for Celtic this season is the signing and the inclusion of David Turnbull. And he spoke about a few things, including training. Staff and the manager, they show us kind of clips from games before and whatever. <laughs> then we just try to take that on to the training ground and whether it's set pieces, uh, attacking play, defensive shape, we just try working everything. And on the manager? Yeah, he's been great with us. He's the same every day, comes in, tries to get the most out of the boys and works hard every day and makes training enjoyable. And on the captain, Scott Brown. Yeah, since I've come in, he's been brilliant with me. It's the first day, kind of having a laugh and stuff off the pitch, and then tell me during training, giving me wee pointers and wee tips here and there. And he's been doing that, kind of after every game, whatever. He's he's been great for me. It's helped me a lot. It started even when I, I wasn't playing, he was helping me and telling me to buy my time. And then since we've been in, he's been willing me on really and supporting me as well. Tough time for him to come in, but he has shown no nerves, David Turnbull. Yeah, it just shows you what what type of character the boy is. Me, I've always liked him. I really liked him at Muddle. Just disappointed for the boy that the move didn't work out first time with his knee injury. But he's got that move and he's had to bide his time. He was out of the team for a, a couple of months. But since he's come in, um, he's, he's probably been the, the shining light in that, that Celtic team. And, and you know what? See if he keeps performing like that. I wouldn't be surprised if there's teams down in England sniffing about him. Wow. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I I'm think saying well, good. but I'm not that surprised. Yeah, yeah. I think technically he's very gifted, and, yep. and you've seen um, with some of his goals. Um, so if he keeps that sort of form up, you never know. 
keeping the top players is going to be difficult for both top teams, not just Rangers and Celtic, but, you know, with the Ryan Kents at Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've talked about Morellas yeah. so many other times. There are so many that could be up for, for grabs this summer. Uh, for Celtic, for Turnbull, how impressed have you been in his mental attitude? He's, he's been outstanding, Paul. Yeah, and I think it's been such a tough period for him to come in and be asked to perform and the moments that he's produced, you know, even the free kick, you think of the, the pressure moments of that perhaps they would have liked to have seen the game out and held on to all three points that night um, but that's what he's capable of and it, it, it doesn't seem to phase him, Barry, and yeah. I think that's why he will, there will be interest in- from other clubs mm-hmm. because at that age he's performed consistently regardless of whether he's at Motherwell or he's at Celtic and he's got that attitude that just says, give me the ball. You know, that, somebody that want, wants it all the time. Yep, that's why he's impressed me. He's come in at a tough time. Mm-hmm. And he's took the bull by the horns and he's he's demanding the ball. You you watch him, he's wanting the ball every single time. I know it, it can't happen, but he wants it. And it's he the intensity it that he drives the game on. He speeds right. the game up. You know, the ball's out for a throw and he's the one that's chasing it to get it back in. Get the ball back in circulation mm-hmm. again. Push for that goal. Be that player that makes a difference. Yep, and it's always going to take a bit of time. And you're signed for big money and you, you come from... And no disrespect to Muddle, it's mm-hmm. totally different in terms of pressures. But he's came and he's handled it and he's, he's shown that he can be a top Celtic player. All right, we're going to look at uh, both of the matches tonight. Celtic against Hamilton and Hibs against Rangers. And Barry, you were up against... Uh, well, not against, but he came on the first hour, Lubomir Moravchik. In the next few moments, you're going to be up against uh, somebody you know well, Johan Mialbi. Yeah, he was too uh, too big to but he booted <laughs> me a few times. That's, that's coming up in Go Radio next. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's go. Paul Cooney with Leanne Crichton of Glasgow City and Scotland and the former Scotland and Rangers star Barry Ferguson in the studio. In the first hour, Lubomir Moravchik joined us and shortly we're going to speak to another Celtic great of the past, it's Johan Mialbi will be joining us. You remember uh, watching him a lot, Leanne, as well. In Scotland at the moment, there's one goal so far. Ross County are one up. Ollie Shaw back in the score sheet. Ross County one, Motherwell nil. No scoring in person. Johnson Aberdeen and Dundee United against St Mirren. And later this evening, Livy against Kilmarnock with uh, Livy manager David Martindale confirmed yesterday as fit and proper. And... Uh, Universally, everyone's saying that's the right decision. So, Livy against Kilmarnock, Celtic against Hamilton, Hibs against Rangers, the big match tonight on Sky. You'll be watching that, Leanne Crichton. I'll hopefully yep. catch some of it, Paul. Yep, go up the road and get some food. And it's always nice when there's midweek games on TV, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Save me doing my homework for the weekend if I can catch up <laughs> with it live. Yeah. After the football, would you normally enjoy going out for a meal? And we're just talking during the break, everyone, about normal times. I see that Kale Brew in Glasgow has the Michelin star. That's the first time in years we've had a five star. Well, not a five star. There's plenty of five star yeah. restaurants, but the Michelin star. No, it's incredible. Yeah. I listened to it last night. I caught it on the news, and what a story! You know, it's just a shame that it's happened this year during lockdown and whatnot. But it just shows you the, the incredible things that they're doing. They and it just makes you want to get back like, just be able to go uh, for food I, just even go somewhere for a coffee now. it's the simplest things that we're missing out on I, I'm desperate I'm desperate just to go out and enjoy a nice meal and get it brought to you and, and have a nice mm-hmm. glass of wine with it and just, just chill out but look hopefully these times will, will come back very soon Hopefully it will be back soon. Stay well, everyone. Take care. Uh, we heard in the business news there with uh, Tom Hunter and Lord Willie Hawkins. So, Tom, uh, some great stuff. It was Donald McLeod at the weekend. And uh, this weekend, I'll tell you more about that in a second or two, but I know you enjoy it every weekend. Uh, it's with Clark Kipos UK Limited. And this week is Evelyn McDonald, Chief Executive of Scottish Edge. I know her well. A really talented person. It's, you know, the boards that uh, you can't afford. Yeah, I, I, I don't listen to it on a Sunday for the fact is that I like listening to it on a Monday when I'm going 
going to run I'll listen to the podcast And listen to Tom Hunter And Sir, Sir Tom Hunter I should say and, <laughs> and Is it Lord Willie? Yep Tom and, Tom and Willie Yep Tom and yep. Willie It's a great listen yep. um, Just for where their, their backgrounds And where they came from And it should give everybody um, it, it's invaluable Something. at this time though because it's, it's a time where, where people are really struggling any business owners that are out there that mm. are thinking about throwing the towel in or you know people that are but looking to embark on a new adventure great their, advice their stories, you know, so their, incredible folk to listen yep, their stories are amazing and and successful and I keep harping on about it yep they're, they're successful businessmen they're worth a lot of money but they do a hell of a lot for charity as well Paul as you know yep. but it's it's a great listen I enjoy mm. listening to it and it's um, as I said, I don't listen to a Sunday. I listen to it on a Monday when I go around. Hearing Barry's podcast diary yeah. here. Yep. <laughs> That's Leanne Crichton with me, Paul Cooney. And Barry run for 20 minutes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's spread out. A couple of days. <laughs> and Barry Ferguson on Glasgow's newest station. I'm saying this and introducing us all because on the line now, uh, just the day after uh, we lost Dr. Joe Venglos, the former Celtic manager, we heard from Lubomir Moravchik in the first hour. And Barry, someone you came up against many times, is on the line now. We're really pleased to welcome to the programme Johan Mialbe. Johan, good evening. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Really sad news about Dr. Joe, and people say, you know, that season, uh, Rangers got the treble, you know Glasgow better than, you know, anyone. But one of the highlights was signing Lubo, signing you, and the 5-1 game that we've been uh, mentioning to Barry in the first hour of the programme. What do you remember, what would you say about Dr. Joe? What a gentleman is what we remember of him. A true gentleman. Uh, he really, really was a true gentleman. Uh, obviously, unfortunately, I, you know, I only worked with him for five months, you know, so uh, I didn't know him as, as well as Lubo. But uh, um, I'm really, really grateful because obviously he was the one, uh, the manager who brought me over and, and made me sign for Celtic. And, and he obviously started my great Celtic connection. So I will always be, you know, always be very, very grateful to him for that. And Johan, your own your old club Celtic. I mean, many of us thought that this season, well, lots of people, you, we might see you back over here. We'll maybe ask you about that in a moment or two. But you must feel for Neil Lennon. You were assistant with him. You started the nine in a row uh, charge and the success. Uh, it, it's hard to imagine how difficult it's become for him. Of course, uh, uh, you know, uh, if, if you're the Celtic manager and uh, you were going for obviously... Uh, uh, ten in a row, and 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 obviously all the expectations from the supporters, and, and uh, now they are more or less out of it uh, because you know the results have not been good enough, and really has been very they've been very very strong as well, uh, and I, I don't think it's many that can obviously can argue that uh, Celtic have not been good enough and not consistent enough, and and uh, that's obviously as a Celtic man it's going to be be hard for you then you know because the pressure is always going to be there. Barry, you remember playing against Johan so many times. Uh, you wouldn't have got too many kicks at him, did no, you? He's too big, Johan. <laughs> too big, I wouldn't yeah. get near him. Yeah. Um, Johan, I just <laughs> wanted to ask you a question regarding, obviously, you were yeah. a, a top defender yourself. Watching Celtic, does it disappoint you that the goals that they're, they're losing? Because that, that's been obviously their Achilles heel this season, certainly for set pieces. No, Barry, Barry you're spot on. You know, uh, obviously. Uh, Sitting over here in Sweden and, and being a fan of Celtic and, and watching most games, or more or less all the games, uh, you know, I think the, the yes, rain has been much more consistent than Celtic, but the biggest difference is obviously rain is there not conceding goals, 
Celtic are conceding uh, very, very sloppy, easy goals. And most of them are from set pieces. It's set pieces or, or, or crosses, you know. And, and, and uh, that's been obviously the downfall where, why they are so many points behind, for me anyway. You know, it's, it's probably going to be you know, a couple of other reasons, but that's the biggest reason. Leanne, what would you say about uh, Leanne, of course, with Glasgow City and with Scotland? Do you remember a time like this, Leanne, because, you know, you're still playing? It's almost 10 years of success at Celtic, and that's maybe part of it that people maybe at the club didn't see this coming, the challenge. I think that's it's a mentality thing. You know, any successful team will run its course eventually. Um, I just wonder if perhaps it almost becomes a bit of a burden, you know, especially when you have that turnover in players and... The philosophy has changed from, you know, you've not had the same manager throughout that spell and I think it's difficult to deliver that message and, and receive the same standards in, in terms of the players. And Johan, can I ask you in, in recruitment-wise at Celtic, do you think that's been a, a problem for them this year? We spoke earlier in the show about Rangers and the strength and depth that they've got to the squad, but perhaps Celtic don't have that, that same depth. No, they certainly haven't. You know, I think you, you, when we started the season, I do think that when you looked at Celtic score, you would be quite happy to see, the, obviously, that, that this would be a really, really strong squad, you know, and it would survive injuries and etc. But, uh, I mean, we have to remember, though, that Rangers have improved a lot. Uh, I mean, now they are back uh, to the way, you know, obviously to the standard they should be, in, in a way. And, 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 but obviously, I would argue against, though, that yes, uh, every successful team would run its course, but it's always down to if you're clever enough when it comes to recruitment, because as a footballer, you will always be a serial winner, you know, and they've been used to it. But I think, you know, obviously a lot of the, of the, the experienced, important players have lost their form. You know, some have been injured, but, you know, the recruitment, the guys they brought in have not been good enough. That's uh, simple, simple as. Yeah. I, I agree with Johan. Have you, you asked any Celtic fan at the start of the season, have you looked at the Celtic squad? Mm and the signings that they made I, I think they would have been pretty happy with that they kept Edward a lot of people thought he was maybe going to get yeah. get sold so I agree I, I just think it's lack of form and, and the recruitment side the, the signings have, haven't worked out but as you said at the start of Shane Duffy signing I, would, I, I was thinking good signing I think everyone thought that Johan that uh, Shane Duffy you know you don't become captain yeah, of Ireland by yeah. being a bad player yeah but and you came no, into Scottish different. yeah what, how different is it coming into the Premier League playing at somewhere like Celtic uh, the pressure pressure will always be there you know I, I played with a lot of uh, really talented you know uh, guys you know be, being signed by, by Celtic that couldn't really cut it because of the pressure, you know, because, it's, you know, you, you, you have to get this mentality that it is a crisis if you don't win the game. That's the way it should be for, for Celtic Rangers, you know, and that's the mentality you need and you want to have, you know, to succeed and, and, and obviously survive. Because it's now and then, obviously, things are not going to go as, as well as you plan, you know, and with your own form, with the team's form, and then you're going to obviously be other criticism, not only from supporters, from media as well, you know, and, but that's life. And, and if, if you love it and you like it, 
then you will succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, St Mirren have gone one up, Johan. I know you want to know that. Dundee United nil, St Mirren one. Shaughnessy has scored. Barry Ferguson, you're <laughs> always saying this, just what Johan Mihalby has said. Yep. That the mental attitude is a big part of it. Yeah, but huge. I, Johan's um, the same as me. I've seen a lot of good players sign for big money who played in good leagues come into um, through the front doors at, at Rangers and. and they, they couldn't handle the expectations and the, and the demands put on you and Johan I totally agree with what you're saying it's you, you've got to be strong mentally to play with either Rangers or Celtic because as I said the fans demand nothing else apart from winning and if you can't deliver that you're going to be put under pressure and then you need to handle that pressure and for the manager Barry would you share with Johan what you've been saying on the programme about Neil Lennon someone you've got huge respect for I mean the success he's had Johan we don't need to tell you that he's the only uh, the only one ever to win a treble as a manager and a player it's phenomenal but you worry about the strain on him as we watch him from the media's point of view yeah yeah, of course uh, look you, you don't like seeing any manager um, put under pressure but Neil knows himself being mm-hmm. being the Celtic manager if you don't win games and you're not producing it on the pitch it lies in, in Neil Lennon's shoulders uh, look he, he, he's big enough to handle that um, and he's just going through a tough time uh, just now and the, the only way they, they can get the fans back on track is by winning games of football Johan, I know you're very, very close yeah. to him, but what what would you say uh, in defence of uh, Neil Lennon? Because the fans as well, you know, you can see a lot of this stuff. A lot of it's social media, a lot of it's maybe young people who have never known anything but Celtic winning the title. Uh, but sport is not about, you can't win all the time. But, but what would you say <laughs> about, about Neil Lennon? Uh, n- no, not like Barry says, you know, he, he's, He's a strong, strong character. You know, he's got strong mentality. Yes, I think he is suffering a lot because the way he loves Celtic, mm-hmm. the, the, he's put in so much uh, into his life, you know, uh, being a player and a manager, you know, and, and, and uh, I think it's really tough for him as well, you know, because obviously he's scratching his head. Why Why is the result so poor, you know? Why is not, why hasn't, you know, they gone on a run, you know, where they are at least, you know, been able to maybe put some pressure on Rangers, you know, but uh, I, I think it's uh, I think it's tough for him mentally, but uh, he, he will always be a strong character. In, in a way, you know, uh, because he is Neil Landon, probably he's, uh, uh, he's been saved from uh, getting the sack earlier because I mean, let's be honest, the results have been, for Celtic, not, not good enough, you know, uh, uh, but uh, personally, I think it's going to be there until the end of the season anyway, and and then I hope uh, you know he can get this team firing a wee bit, you know, and 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 go on a really really good run, you know, because they have you know enough good players anyway to 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 put you know to go on a winning run anyway. How much are you missing it? A lot of people thought that you might be alongside him this season in the dugout. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still waiting for his call, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. No, seriously. You would no have sorted way. that no. defence out anyway. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, at least I, I would be, you know, I would be ashamed, you know, if if, if the, the team was conceding goals like they've been doing, you know, if I if I was the defensive coach in a way. Uh, but, you know, nevertheless, you know, it's, I will always miss the obviously Glasgow and, and obviously the old farm, you know, in the... The, the 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 mentality in pressure, you know. And let's hope, you know, 
let's hope for me personally, you know, I soon can go back and at least watch the game live, you know, because this is quite boring, you know, when you can't go watch the game live. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough in lockdown for everyone, Johan, isn't it? And uh, the sooner we all can get out together, get to the matches and see people, uh, we're longing yeah. for that day. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Most definitely, you know. So finally, prediction tonight, Celtic against Hamilton and Hibs, Hibs Rangers. Do you see Rangers continuing this uh, run of uh, rich form? No, I do, I do. You know, uh, you know, as, as, as being a manager and a former footballer, you know, I'm really impressed by, the, you know, they, they they work great. I know they can score goals, but I think that the crucial thing for them, you know, to have proved so much this season is because they are so solid defensively. They don't concede goals easily. Uh, even if you know it, it, it's it's not, it's not an easy game, you know, hips away, but I still think Rangers will come away with three points because they are so solid. And yeah. and, and for me, Celtic, they didn't need to go back on on a winning run now. Uh, they had to win tonight's game, you know. Otherwise, I would be very surprised. So I can see Celtic win, you know, two 0 or three 0 Johan, and a final thought on uh, Dr. Joe Venglost. Did you ever see him lose the rag? You know that expression, <laughs> losing the rag. He's such a lovely man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Could could he be quite tough I, as well? I, I do it all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time, you know, losing the rag. But not with Dr. <laughs> Joe. He was no. so humble, you know. But uh, uh, no, I did. I did, you know, because we were. <sighs> When I signed, you know, in November, you know, we were already 10, 12 points behind Rangers, you know, so, uh, but obviously after a really, really good start when we won the, the old firm game 5-1 there, then after that we lost a couple of games, you know, and, uh, you know, obviously Dr. Joe was, as, as all manager, you know, even if they look really, really nice and, and cuddly on the outside, you know, they, they can really, they can really, you know, get angry, you know, when they want to. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in that position, you know. But he was a great football man anyway, Dr. Joe. And, and I'm always, always going to be grateful for him bringing me to, to Celtic. And we are too, Johan Malby, that uh, you joined yeah. us for so many years here and <laughs> joining us tonight. Johan, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank Cheers. you. Thank you. Nice. Great to hear from Johan Mialbi. Swedish yeah, star, another, isn't it? Some another top player tonight. that came to, to Scotland yep. as well. And fond memories of watching him playing in the Scottish game. And even listening to him speaking about football, it's great. His knowledge and his experience. Oh, he was a man mountain, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, was a, he was a big a big boy and a, a, a yep. top defender. And you made a great point about the defence. More on that, we've got uh, news coming in. We've got the Celtic team has landed, the Rangers team has landed. So that's coming next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Thank you so much for joining us. 350,000 people on the podcast now already, Barry. So, And the figures are going up. We're racing towards a kickoff in the Celtic Hamilton, Hibs Rangers, and Livy against Kilmarnock games. And the team news is coming in. Uh, what have you spotted in the Rangers team, the headlines there? I'll give the team in a second. Ha- or you ha- can give it, Barry, if yeah, you've got the full it's team. It's yeah. the same team apart for Haji and um, Ryan Jacks come in. So I, I would. Reckon Jack and Davis will be the holding midfielders, and Aribo will move out to the the right hand side. So it's one of the ones we spoke about about half an hour ago. I think that was maybe the change that they were going to make in terms of the the surface not being great. Ryan Jack's experience, and and let's be honest, he, he has become a big player for for Rangers. Ryan Jack over the, the over the the course of the season. Yep, Leanne. Even I think when you look at the Rangers fixtures, you know, they've got Hibs tonight, St Johnston, Hamilton. This is probably the biggest of those next three games. So uh, no surprise that Ryan Jack comes in. The only question over at, um, 
on my part was in terms of his fitness and, and the game's been so kind of close together but um, he's back and he, I think he'll be a huge player Paul in, in the running in these next amount of games for Rangers I think he was a big loss up until the point that he was injured was it one or two goals Rangers possibly was one goal mm-hmm. I think in the amount of games that he had played so he's a huge player not just in terms of his experience but in that uh, aspect of, of keeping goals out at the other end and he's a motivator and what I liked at the weekend when when he came on was that he got a goal as well mm. you know that's something that he probably can do more of because there's so much quality I, I'll be in honest the with team. you I, when Rangers first signed him I, I'm thinking a kind of squad mm-hmm. player he, he's okay but I, I'll be honest he's, he's impressed me um, every single season he's got better and certainly this season Rangers have missed him the last um, I think six weeks now he's been out he's became one of Rangers' main players. And you've seen the difference when he came on. I know the game was won on Saturday, but he made a, a hell of a difference when he came on. And as I said, he, he when he has played with Rangers, certainly this season, he's been one of the top performers. There's no doubt about it. Do you so, know I think, sorry, Paul, he just looked like a player that had been injured and he was so play. happy to be yep. back. So desperate to be back in the team. Um, you I love, love that because yep. I know it's amazing because you know that feeling. See, if you're out and you're injured and mm-hmm. you're watching your mates train and mm-hmm. play, and the fact they're doing so well, but he was coming on, he was singing passes and keeping the game short, which uh, brilliant. Leanne, I need to tell you, and Barry, you know, you thought it was going to be a draw at Dundee United St. Mirren. There's another goal. It's 2 0 St. Mirren. <laughs> it's a penalty, McGrath penalty. Well, so I can see Ali Defoy dancing about here, yeah. so that must be. So it, oh, it's now 3 0. Three no, another penalty. So three nil for St. Mirren. Well, well, it's a score line wow. It'll be three each. <laughs> you think it'll be three each? Hey, well, they're out the traps tonight, aren't they, St. Mirren? Yeah. What a performance. And yeah. they needed that, didn't they? Because they had a good spell and it's been difficult. And I yeah. listened to Jim Goodwin's uh, interview. Yep. On, I think you played it out last we night did. on yep. the show. And he was saying he would give the players until the afternoon That's right. to feel sorry for them and then he would expect them to be back and they needed a win tonight mm. you know so what a performance so far but if Barry's right it could be 3-3 three, three. yeah but I think Jim Goodwin's bang on you, you be disappointed mm-hmm. in the result be disappointed in the performance because it's a semi-final but then the next day you come in training you need to raise it out your mind and I you like need to focus I like his honesty though the, mm-hmm. the leagues are bread and butter that was what he said 100% you know, as much as you would have loved to have been in a cup final and it would have been great for the club and the fans and the players to be part of that, they they need to prioritise the yeah, league. I, I'll, I'll be honest, that I've been impressed. I, I think his recruitment and that's been decent. It was just that I was disappointed. I expected yeah. more from St Mern in the semi-final and certainly the first half they were really disappointing. Second half they were a bit better, but you could see in Jim's interview after the game he was disappointed. He expects mm-hmm. more for him. He got a bit of a reaction because he's obviously had a pop at them at half time, but it was a real opportunity as well to get to a final. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, they're three up at the moment, and that's after what well, they kicked off just into the second half. This show has absolutely flown in. I need to, I'll give you the Hibs team Marciano, uh, Paul McGinn, McGregor, Porteous, Doig, Cadden, Gogic, Halberg, Irvin, Doidge, and Nisbet. And Rangers, the starting 11 McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Helander, Barisic, Kamara, Jack, Davis, Aribo, Kent, and Morelos. We'll get your predictions in a moment or two. As Celtic at home to Hamilton, Celtic have been in goal tonight. Taylor, Duffy, Beaton, Griffiths, Sorrow, Turnbull, Edward, he's back. Yunusi, Ayer and McGregor looking at the lineup. then Barry the Celtic like, uh, yeah. again it's another change in the, the goalkeeping mm-hmm. um, area which I'm surprised about they've um, all been in recently haven't they yeah, Barkas Hazard it's, and 
it's quite yep. it's it's something down like like mm-hmm. a yo-yo. I don't think he knows who his his best goalkeeper is. Um, but again, you, you still look at that that Celtic team. I mean, the ones that stick out, say Edward and Griffiths. They, when they two play together, that they're, they're a real danger. They're a, a fantastic double act. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you've got Soro and Turnbull who have been obviously excellent since they broke into the team um, in the last uh, six weeks or so so I, I think Celtic will be too strong for Hamilton tonight Hamilton are Fulton Odolphin and McMahon Sterling Easton Hamilton uh, Ogunpo Martin Moyo Hodson and Callaghan the scorer so who do you think what, who, what do you fancy Barry says Celtic I think Celtic will get the win tonight um, I don't th- I don't see it being too comfortable simply just because there's changes within that Celtic side. Um, some players have, have probably had to play more minutes in the last couple of weeks than they would normally have. But see if Celtic have to, are going to go on a run, Paul. They need Griffiths and Edward to up to speed. you know. And even looking, Christie's on the bench tonight as well, which that surprises me when you think about how much we've spoke about him over the year, whether it's been in the Celtic side or it's been in the international stage. Uh, the fact that he, he's on the bench just makes you wonder, you know, what what is going on? Yep, he's I know. You been look, a standout for them. You, you look at that Celtic team and there's only been one consistent performer um, for the start of the season and that's been Callum McGregor. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. That's that really. Um, uh, you can say Sorrow and Turnbull since I've come into the team have made a difference. Um, but the... In terms of the, the consistency level, it's only Callum McGregor for me who's been the, the standout per- performer. But what Leanne just mentioned there, you've got Griffiths and Edward up there. There's a lot of quality and a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. So I expect them to win a couple of goals to nil. 2 0 for you, yep. Leanne? Yeah, line? I think similar. Yeah, 2 0, 3 1 possibly. But I just think. Consistency is the biggest thing, and see yeah. in the Celtic side if you're going to get that, you, you probably need to try and get the same team out there for a couple of games, and and the goalkeeper situation blows my mind because I don't know how you can have a level of consistency. You know, fair enough if you've maybe to change one defender. You know, well there's Frimpong away, so that's another player that's been in and out all season. You've got Laxal that you've brought in for AC Milan now sitting in the bench. He's on the bench yeah. Duffy, there's question marks over all the time. Beaton's had these injury problems, but the one thing that you can have consistency with should be your goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. You know, and how do you deliver that message throughout the team? Because I think goalkeepers now they play such an important part yep, yep. Mm-hmm. in the team, and not just in terms of shot stopping and whatever. The communication throughout the team, the leadership the and the direction. Uh, you know, making commands, organising set plays. Yep. They concede for set plays all the time, but if you change your goalkeeper constantly, how do you ever deliver that same message? See, uh-huh. that's the difference with Rangers. The, the, the four that have continually, the, uh, continued, sorry, to play is McGregor, Tavernier, Golston, and Barisic. Mm-hmm. The only one they've changed is went between Holanda and Balogun. Yep. So that's that's a real consistency, mm-hmm. and that helps you. Mm-hmm. Honestly, having a a settled back five. That's including the goalkeeper. I think you've got to have that. Mm-hmm. So, what about a settled Rangers tonight then up against Hebs? What's going to happen? I, I, I like to look at the team. Mm-hmm. I, I think, Strong. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you look at the midfield three I get again. Um, Jack coming in, who, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, I've been, I mean, I'm a, a big admirer of him. Stephen Davis has been, again, phenomenal throughout the season. And, and Kamara, it's a strong midfield three. And obviously, you've got the. the Aribo moving out to the right hand side and you've um, with Morelos and, and Kent I think Rangers I've learned I think they got a wake up call last week against Muddle that woke them up after mm-hmm. that first half performance they've learnt their lessons and I think they'll go and I think they'll, they'll steamroll their hubs tonight 2 or 3? 4-1 uh, 
Four one, yes. right? Okay. Oh, conceding a goal. Yes. <laughs> Only seven so far, but four one, you reckon? Yeah, Barry I've, Ferguson, I've right? Okay. Funny feeling, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think two 0 Rangers. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan Jack being in there is huge tonight. I think he'll demand more defensively from them. You know, if they're getting a bit of slack and, and going and playing, I think he tightens things up there. Um, I just think the form that Rangers are in, yeah, I mean, you would struggle to see them even drawn a game, let alone losing. They just losing. look hungry to me, Leanne, now. It, I, I thought Saturday, yep. it was interesting to see, I mean, they get a reaction after the, the first half mm-hmm. at Motherwell. They just look hungry, they know it's in sight, and you want to get there as quickly as possible, and you need to win games, and that's what, I've just got a feeling they'll go there, and they'll, for the word go, they'll, they'll be at be at Hibs. And keep an eye on Jim White and the transfer, the yellow tie. You reckon there's more coming in at Rangers before the deadline? Yep, l- listen to the, the manager um, doing his interviews. Mm. I, I think he's keen to get these players in through the door. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I keep an eye on it. I think they will come in. I think the reason for that as well, Rangers probably learned their lesson from last season and even lockdown gave them an opportunity yep. to deliver that message and get everybody on the same page. By the time the season came round and it started, they hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were pretty flawless and seamless and that comes from being able to coach and deliver that message. Well, so you know how important get... that is when you get a group of players together early mm-hmm. and you've got them in the full pre-season and you're, yep. they're getting to know the environment, you're, they're getting to know each other, playing pre-season mm-hmm. games. I think that's that's where Rangers got it spot on. And I think when you look at players, come, we've spoken about earlier in the show, coming to Scotland, let them know what it's about. Aye. See what it is to play under pressure and the demands and the expectations. If you can get them in and get that message delivered earlier, you know, you're on to a winner. Can you believe we're out of time? It's Morton 1, Inverness 2 at half-time. Uh, Ross County are 1-up in Motherwell, as you know, and Dundee United nil, St Mirren 3. That's it. Rob's on tomorrow night. Barry, we'll see you Friday. Leanne, hopefully see you next week. Thank you. Thanks very much. Take care, everyone. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk.